wonderful people welcome to my channel let's discuss the talents and abilities and career options for punarvasu nakshatra now in the d10 chart right so we take the d10 chart we see the ascendant different types of 12 ascendants and we go through each one of the nakshatra abilities and talents that punarvasu nakshatra has right this is the seventh nakshatra and this falls more in the padas of gemini the first three padas as you can see there is in gemini and the last one is in cancer in the navamsha d10 is slightly different but we'll stick to the navamsha for the means and purposes of this discussion we will stick to those kind of attributes so we'll consider punarvasu more as a gemini although in the charts it will be showing up in cancer as well right <clears throat> so let's get into it what are the talents and abilities of punarvasu nakshatra number 1 teaching and education because this is a nakshatra which is ruled by jupiter and it falls to the gemini ruled by mercury so this is naturally a teacher naturally education right may excel in careers related to teaching and education they may thrive as teachers professors trainers or in roles that involve imparting knowledge and guiding others how beautiful is that and if you want to look at teachers and teaching in education field generally speaking also you have to look at the planets jupiter mercury and rahu as shown over there right <coughs> jupiter mercury and rahu and we'll see how this plays out next profession would be counseling and therapy they may have a natural inclination towards counseling and therapy they may excel as counselors therapists life coaches probably even business coaches i would think punarvasu is very business like you got to keep punarvasu themes in mind which is failing the first time and succeeding the second time they may excel as counselors therapists life coaches or in roles that involve helping others navigate their emotional well-being in case of punarvasu how would this play out it plays out more like they have learned their life lesson through lots of failures punarvasu learns through lots of failures they fail the first time succeed the second time and they start something and they fail the first time again they succeed the second time this makes for a person of a capability who has learned with a lot of troubles lot of challenges in life and they make excellent life coaches they make excellent business coaches as well so that's number 2 number 3 they are good at writing and communication as well think of jupiter and mercury everywhere like i have shown there as well like even the colors show jupiter and mercury right yellow and green writing and communication may have a talent for writing and expressing themselves effectively they may thrive as writers journalists bloggers editors or in roles that involve creative or informative writing they also may have a talent for research and anal analysis they may excel as scientists researchers data analysts in roles that require investigative skills and problem solving abilities we have seen this in other ones also so we are slightly as we go through the different nakshatras we see the professional color change in the nakshatras this is we are still in the 7th right we have to go 20 more and you will see this in general <clears throat> next one on the line is social work and humanitarian causes because it's jupiter 
They may thrive in careers related to social work and non-profit organizations and humanitarian causes. How wonderful is that? They may excel as social workers, activists, community organizers or in roles that involve making a positive impact on the society. A sister who is Punarvasilakshetra and she is actively in four or five NGOs as a director. Also they may excel in marketing and sales careers. They may thrive as marketing executives and sales representatives, brand managers or in roles that involve promoting products and services. That's also good, isn't it? So for counseling therapy, you would have to look at planets, Jupiter, Moon and Rahu. I would put it at that. Why? Counseling is of course Jupiter. Jupiter plus Moon. You need some kind of an emotional connect when you counsel others. Rahu is the one who drives what kind of counseling you want to do because this is a modern world. Rahu is very modern kind of point. Okay. It is all about foreign. It is all about progressive thinking, liberalistic thinking. Rahu is about that. So in the context of modern life, Rahu becomes very important play in charts in general. Navamsha, Dashamsha, all of them. Again, in writing and communication, you got to see the planets Venus, Mars, Mercury and Rahu. And of course, which aspects they play. Rahu has 4th and ninth, uh, 5th and ninth aspects as well. So you got to see that as well. Mars has 4th and 8th aspects. So you got to see that as well. For research and analysis, I would put planet Jupiter, Mercury and Ketu. Ketu, why? Because Ketu has a tendency to go inward. Rahu has a tendency to go outward. Research and analysis is more of a very introverted thought process, right? This is why it is important that they have Ketu somewhere aspecting these two, aspecting hopefully Mercury, not Jupiter. <clears throat> Social work and humanitarian causes, I would put it at Jupiter, Venus and Moon. Why Venus here? Jupiter and Moon we can understand. There is the wisdom and there is the emotional connect. Venus is related to social causes, society causes. This is why Saturn is a yoga karaka for all the Venus rising signs like Taurus and Libra. So Venus becomes all about other people. Venus is also for beauty. Beauty is what? For conveying beauty to other people. You don't convey beauty for yourself. You convey it for others. Think about that for a minute. Marketing and sales is Rahu, is Ma Mercury, Mars and Rahu, okay? Because marketing and sales has to have the cunningness of Rahu. You need to be able to convince people. You need to be having the drive of Mars. You need to be having the intelligence of Mercury. So this is the general thing. Now let's get it into Ascendant wise. So if you take the Aries Ascendant, Punarvasu appears in the third house. Also in the fourth house, but we are not considering the last mala. We are just considering Punarvasu as Gemini for the purposes of this discussion. Yeah. So if you put it in third house, it's a skill of competition, drive and your skill sets. What requires competition here? I would think more of marketing and sales. Third house, if it is good with Punarvasu Nakshatra and having the planets of Mars, Mars does very well in the third house, combined with Mercury, yes, does very well. And if Rahu is impacting, right? Rahu is impacting, let's say, from the ninth. Not ninth, sorry. Rahu's fifth and ninth aspect, right? 
if from wherever it is impacting this Rahu station in 11th, for example. So if it is impacting this in the 7th or the 11th house, I would take more of the 7th house. If Rahu is sitting in 7th house, it is obsessed about other people and it is impacting this Mercury and Mars combination. These people make excellent marketing people, trust me. So that's for Aries ascendant. For the Taurus ascendant, Punarvasu falls in the second house which is a value system, how you work, what is a value system at work, how you speak to colleagues, your speech and your earned wealth as well. Speaking predominantly figures because we are talking about Punarvasu, which is all about Mercury and Jupiter. Of course, in the first one, we missed the ascendant, right? You got to see the ascendant Vem Nakshatra, which one is it and how it combines with Punarvasu. Okay. So we are talking about how you speak. Again, it may have to do with writing and communication. It may have to do all the first three, teaching, education, counseling, therapy, writing, communication, all of these require communication skills. Second is how it's all about skills. But if it's in Kritika Nakshatra, it becomes very critical in approach, right? So they may have more talent of writers, journalists, bloggers, writing skills. If it is a Rohini Nakshatra, it may be all about business communication, life coaches. Where did that go? There was somewhere. Right? Let us just see. Yeah, counseling and therapy. But this is business coaching because Rohini is very business-like. So they may get into business coaching, life coaching, executive coaching. If the ascendant isn't Rohini Nakshatra, if it's in Mrikshirsha Nakshatra, which is hunting for things all the time, that may become more of a social work at humanitarian causes. So if Jupiter, Venus and Moon are sitting somewhere in this Punarvasu and ascendant is in Mrikshirsha, when you take Gemini itself as the ascendant, Punarvasu appears in the ascendant, right? So all of these careers can be suited for them. They will bring all of these attributes or abilities into whatever work they pursue. And these planets will become dominant in the determination of their career. You should pay attention to any one of these planets, how they aspect one another and how they carry forward to one another. Yeah, when Punarasu comes in the Ascendant. Ascendant is the most simple. Then you got to look at all the D10 houses, the Lord of the D10. The Lord of the 10th house in D10, which is in this case is Jupiter. The Lord of the 1st house, which is Mercury. So you've got to see both Jupiter and Mercury. And Punarvasu will play out very strongly in that. My guess is they would play out more in terms of counseling and therapy and teaching abilities for Gemini Ascendant. Because Gemini is very good at teaching. Also in terms of teachers, professors, trainers, coaching again, right? Because you got to see where Mercury is placed, of course. Right? <clears throat> I didn't get that. Could you try again? This is Siri. Now, for the Cancer Ascendant, Punarvasu appears as Gemini, also in the Ascendant, but it's the last Pada. We are considering only Gemini. So it appears in the 12th house, house of foreign lands, house of working abroad, house of retirement, house of working behind the scenes, more or less. Who works behind the scenes? Research and analysis, right? They may work as good research and analysis people. Jupiter, Mercury and Ketu, you have got to see where they are placed. Also, which one of these ascendants is playing out? If it is more like Ashlesha Nakshatra, right? 
they may have a lot of tendency for research and analysis. Ashlesha loves to dig into secretive stuff. They may excel as scientists, researchers, data analysts, IT people, right? Working in the background. If it is Pushya Nakshatra, then Pushya Nakshatra is all about teaching. So they may love to teach in foreign lands, right? Because your 12th house is foreign lands. You see what I'm saying? So that's the way you got to analyze these things. So when we come to the Leo ascendant, um, Tunar Vasu appears in Gemini in the 11th house, which is for social network and community engagement. Well, teaching and education, if you talk of university professors, teachers, they are all in community work anyway, right? In a different kind. Mostly like professors and teachers. If you take counseling and therapy, business and coaches, not so much. It's more on a one-to-one level. If you take writing and communication, yes. Like journalism, yes. Like podcasters, yes. One who make podcasts, right? They are all about other people. They are actively engaging with community, taking interviews, reading news anchors, for example. They are also Punarvasu. Okay? But it depends upon where the ascendant is. Now, in this case, the ascendant may be Magha, Purva Falguni, and Uttra Falguni. Purva Falguni and Uttra Falguni both are very sort of Venus driven type of nakshatra. So they may be more about, you know, um, taking into writing and communication and journalism type, popularity in journalism. Right? In TV and media, that kind of thing they might be popular at. They may also work for social work or humanitarian causes. 11th house is about humanitarian causes. Working for the masses. So those kind of careers like social workers, activists, community organizers, working for non-governmental organizations like that. Right? They might be good at all of that. But in case of Magha Nakshatra, they might be more about counseling and therapy. Magha Nakshatra is also about ancestry not just about popularity as leaders. They might be leading, but they might be counselors or therapists also. Also in terms of teaching and education. Right? So when we come to the Virgo Ascendant, we have got three Ascendant possibilities. Uttrafalguni, Hasta and Chitra Nakshatra. Where Punarvasu falls in the 10th house. So it becomes a dominant theme. Right? Mercury rules the first house. And Mercury rules the 10th house. So Virgo is very strongly ugly mercurial element, right? But we got to see the ascendant nakshatra as well as the 10th house. Now we're talking about 10th house Punarvasu. That's the area of focus for this video. So, in terms of this, what will happen? If it's in Uttra Falguni or Chitra, also, I would think both, right? Uttra Falguni transcends from Leo. So if you take Uttra Falguni and Chitra, these are very creative nakshatra. So it might be actors, singers. This might be in terms of talk show hosts, you know, like Larry King. Popular talk show hosts. They can be very good talk show hosts, Chitra nakshatra. And if you talk about writing and communication like Mercury, Venus, Mars and Rahu impacting in the 10th house, especially if his Mercury is stuck in the 10th house in Punarvasu for a Virgo Ascendant because Ascendant and 10th house Lord are in 10th house. You see how this amplifies types of relationships. They might have recognition for work. Okay, that's all the aspects of the work. If it's in Hasta, they might be good in writing because Hasta is about hand. 
they might be good journalists in terms of writing in terms of blogging in terms of writing articles novels writers for novels you know again you got to look at all those combinations mercury venus mars and rahu in punarvasu and aspect of rahu thereof if rahu impacted they might become very like sci-fi writers also not so much for virgo virgo is very practical ascendant is virgo here right so not so much in terms of sci-fi but they might be very journalistic type of writing writing articles for new york times washington post you know on you name it all the normal periodicals that kind of writing when we come to the libra ascendant Punarvas with Gemini appears in 11th house, which is all about higher studies, higher work, gurus, right? Working abroad, mentors at work. So these people, obviously, if Punarvas is here, and if ascendant is in Swati Nakshatra, they might become excellent life coaches, excellent business coaches, executive coaches, because Swati is the most individualistic sign Nakshatra in the Libra. Okay. What do you require for coaching another person? You require to stand your ground. You require to be individualistic. You require to hold your position in order to be able to guide another executive or another employee or another business person. You are holding your position. You are not deviating according to their whims and fancies. Swati Dev. Whereas if it is Chitra, then it can be more creative, creative writing and journalism. So you've got to look at those planets in Punarvasu in the ninth house. For a Libra ascendant in return, let's keep the focus here. If it is Vishakha, it is more of talents and abilities in relating to teaching and education. Vishakha can be good teachers, professors, right? Mainstream teaching in universities, colleges, that kind of a thing. So that's for Libra ascendant, depending upon where the ascendant nakshatra is. So for a Scorpio ascendant, we have three ascendant nakshatras, right? Vishakha, Jeshta, and Anuradha. And now we have Punarvasu in the eighth house of secrecy, secrets. Journalism, yes, but more of research and analysis. Scorpio is excellent at it. Where is research and analysis? They may have talent for research and analysis, may excel as scientists, researchers, data analysts, investigative skills, eighth house. Mercury, especially in the eighth house, is excellent investigator. When it comes to Anuradha Nakshatra, however, it's a Devgana. It's all about connection, emotional connection. So they might be better at counseling and therapy. Ascendant in Anuradha Nakshatra and all the planets of counseling and therapy, where are we here? Jupiter, Moon and Rahu impacting Punarvasu and planets here centered in Punarvasu in the eighth for a Scorpio makes them excellent counselors, excellent psychologists, psychiatrists. Because Scorpio naturally is drawn towards hidden secrets. Also in Jeshtha Nakshatra, but Jeshtha is more about leadership. So Jeshtha would be, I think, more about business coach. Because you need to uncover the hidden garbage of your client, right? In Vishakha Nakshatra, it will be more about counseling and therapy as well. They are also gone through a lot of difficulties to come out the other side. So they may make excellent counselors and therapists. So in case of Sagittarius Ascendants, what are the nakshatras we see in Ascendant? Uttra Ashada, Mula and Purva Ashada. Uttra Ashada and Purva Ashada are all about victories, getting victories. Purva Ashada wants victory, Uttra Ashada wants to maintain victory. Mula on the other hand wants to go and dig deep and find out, uncover the lies. So research and analysis would be more I would think, right? 
also seventh house is the house of business and business partnerships what kind of profession here requires partnerships social work and humanitarian causes Mula Nakshatra would be good at social work and humanitarian causes. It's all about other people. It's not so much after victory. Mula is a very big deep to reveal the lies, you know, uncover the truth. So they will go and pick out stuff. If it is in Punarvasu here, they will make very good social workers, humanitarian causes, activists. right community organizers rules that involve making positive impact mula nakshatra is obsessed with creating change okay positive change in the society whereas if it's in uttara ashada or purva ashada more or less similar themes in sagittarius they may all be about teaching teaching others seventh houses of others they may relate to teaching others counseling and therapy could be not so much i wouldn't think so much writing and communication okay sort of again i would lean on social work humanitarian causes and marketing and sales that kind of a job because sales is marketing and sales also about other people seventh house so mercury mars and rahu that kind of a job these people might be good at when we speak of capricorn ascendant in day 10 and more planets and points in punarvasu in gemini in the sixth house sixth house the house of daily routines is pouring rain outside beautiful So six thousand may be has of daily routines, right? When you talk of nakshatras of Capricorn, Uttara, Shada, Shravana, and Dhanistha, and if you take Shravana, especially a Devgana, right? It may be all about counseling and therapy, or teaching and education. Shravana loves to teach. Shravana is the guru; it loves to teach. So it may be professors, teachers in mainstream. It may be counseling and therapy as coaches, life coaches, and so on. That's also good. They may do it as a theme daily work. If it's in Dhanistha or Uttara Ashada, not so much Uttara Ashada and Dhanistha. Dhanistha is all about music and expressive, creative writing. There you go, writing and communications that involve creative and informational writing. Bloggers, editors. So you're looking at all of these planets in Punarvasu in the sixth house and ascendant in Dhanistha or Uttara Ashada. Okay. When we come to Aquarius ascendant, it has got three nakshatras: Dhanistha, Shatvisha, and Purva Bhadrapada. So, in D10, this will be determining towards your career. Of course, we want to see the angles and deities which I spoke spoke of in the introduction of how to use this. So, Dhanistha, Shatvisha, and Purva Bhadrapada. Okay. So, Shatvisha will do want to do very unconventional stuff, social work and humanitarian causes. Shatvisha will be good for that. Okay. because they can feel the organizations they can feel the masses aquarius at its best is shatabisha ruled by varuna it is the best so is purva bhadrapada okay that's also good whereas dhanistha will go into more of counseling and therapy so depending upon where the ascendant moves what are we coming to finally as a principle here depending upon where the ascendant moves in the d10 ascendant which nakshatra You got to see the check those particular planets and points. By now you must have got this. Yes, that's how we evaluate this. Lastly, if we take Pisces, it comes in the fourth house, Punarvasu, and we in the ascendant Pisces we have Uttara Bhadra Pada, Revati, and Purva Bhadra Pada, last Pada. Okay, so let's just consider Uttara Bhadra Pada and Revati for instance. 
If we take Revati, Revati is all about prosperity. Revati is about making things work, right? Prosperous, Nakshatra. So it will be more like business coaches. Revati ascendant and uh, planets and points in Punarvasu in the fourth house will make them excellent coaches again. We, we need a lot of business coaches, life coaches these days, especially after this pandemic business. Uttarabhadrapada. Uttarabhadrapada is more of an emotional connect. It's more of an emotional nakshatra. So it will be more of counseling and therapy. This is how we can shift between coaching and counseling and into business coaches and life coaches. There's a difference between business coach, life coach kind of talent required and counseling and psychologist kind of talent required. Essentially, Purnavasu plays very well in these kind of communication skills, marketing skills, teaching people, connecting with people, social causes. It's a beautiful nakshatra. It's Lord Rama's nakshatra, right? So it brings in this Devgana quality. So you've got to evaluate the nakshatra, which is which we are evaluating also. It's Purnavasu is Devgana, right? So it will want to do all these benevolent things for the world. Next, we shall consider the Next nakshatra after Punarvasu, Ashlesha, I would think. Right? Okay. Until then, take care, be safe. Have a good day.